Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Today, uh, today's gospel lesson is one of those confusing passages that we find in the gospel reading. We sit there and we wonder why in this passage Jesus has not Uh, what Jesus is talking about when he talks about weeds and wheat and where everything comes from. Jesus gives this example of somebody who has gone out and has planted wheat and then the evil one comes and plants um, weeds within it. And the natural response for those who are harvesters is to go out there and say, look, let me go and grab the weeds out of there. And Jesus says, no, no, let's just wait And at the time of the harvest, at the end of the age, then we can separate the weeds from the wheat. I feel this passage is something that is helpful for us when we think about our Christian discipleship and evangelism and mission and ministry. Have you ever found yourself asking, well, why doesn't God do something? Maybe it's something that you see in a news story. Um, There's any numerous ones of them available to us right now. And you find yourself saying, well, why doesn't God act? Of course, what we really generally mean is, is that we don't want God to do something about, what we really want is God to do something about those people or those issues. We don't generally mean we want God to do something about us. I think we prefer the image of a God who steps in at critical moments, but for the most part leaves us alone. When the big crisis comes, we go and we ask for God to come, help, save us. But in our day-to-day stuff, well, we kind of want God to stay out of our business because we don't want to be disturbed too much. This parable, though, is a parable of waiting and of patience. For all of those who have found ourselves asking why, or all those times in which we have said, God, you need to go fix that person or that issue, to this parable, Jesus says, wait. Wait and watch the weeds grow among the wheat. Wait. Now, patience is not my greatest gift. I get something in my mind and it is hard for me to get out of it and I just simply want to do the thing. I can be rather impulsive. I'll find a great idea and I'll send it to Sarah Plummer. I'm like, Sarah, let's implement this idea next Sunday. Years ago, Kristen and I were in a Bible study together at St. Mary's in Edmond, and there was a woman in our uh, class, Sharon, who used to warn us about praying for patience because she said that if you pray for patience, God will give you something or someone to be patient with. In Jesus' day, the people were always asking and wanting to know, is this the time that God was going to act? Is this the time that God was going to deliver the chosen people? You can imagine if your story has been a story of wandering in the desert, 
If your story has been one of being enslaved in a foreign land, if your story has been one in which you have been exiled to foreign countries or being ruled by pagans, you too would want God to come act and act quickly. Just as we aren't interested in, a, in, in, in God's ta- timetable, the people around Jesus were not interested in God's timetable either. They wanted God to act immediately. Notice the servants, they want to go immediately into the field, root out the weeds, but the owner knows that in doing so, they will also pull out some wheat. One historian noted that in the years leading up to Jesus' public ministry that there were at least seven major uprisings against the Romans by Jewish leaders. Maybe Jesus had an eye on those revolutionary types who do not want to wait. N.T. Wright notes that there is not only this call of patience for those of us who are disciples of Jesus who want to go out into the world and we want to pull up those weeds as long as we can leave the weeds in our own life alone. Then in addition to that patience that Jesus is calling to that there is a patience on God's part. Now if I was God... I would sit there and I would find every weed I could and I would root it up. Because I want to punish all those people who are not like me and are wrong. I want to be righteous and I want to be just and I want to sit in my own self-satisfaction about how much better and wiser I am than everybody else And God shows us a different way. As the psalmist said that we read a few moments ago that God is slow to anger. But I'm not. I'm quick to anger. And that is the difference between God and human beings. God is patient even when we are unwilling to be patient. I was thinking back to uh, the last time I had, last times I preached this parable, it comes up every three years. And one of the first, the very first time I preached it was right after I uh, started here at Christ Church uh, nine years ago. And in that sermon, I went back and looked at my notes of what it was that I, that I said. And what I said is, is that our call as disciples of Jesus is not to be weed pullers. That's God's job. Our job is just simply to look after the wheat. We don't want to do that. We want to be worried about the weeds. And we miss the beauty of the fruit that is planted. There's a message in this gospel that we have, to be, we have to realize the sufficiency of God and God's judgment. St. Teresa of Avila says something that I have often turned to in times in which I am impatient with God and I am impatient with others because everybody else is wrong and I am right. And St. Teresa says to me, 
Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains everything. Nothing is wanting to someone who possesses God. For God alone suffices. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org. And peace be with you.